Hej och välkomna till ett nytt program av Tullpodden som är en podd för dig som vill veta mer om aktuella frågor inom tullområdet. Tullpodden görs av tullkonsultföretaget Ekus i samarbete med kommunikationsbyrån Ydrenans Communications. Och med oss i studion har jag som vanligt tullexperten Peter Jakobsson. Varmt välkommen till programmet Peter. Tack så mycket Rickard. Ja det är mindre än en månad kvar till Brexit Day den 29 mars. Det är hög tid att tänka på Brexit nu om man inte redan har gjort det. Och det är en väldigt stor osäkerhet. Men vi har en expert på dessa frågor som vi har bjudit in. Och det är holländaren, tullexperten Tom van Grinsven från Custom Support. Och vi går därför nu över till engelska. Welcome to Tullpodden, Tom van Grinsven. Thank you, Rickard. Tom, you're working with custom services from Netherlands and have a good insight to the practical work with Brexit preparations. What is your main message to Swedish companies trading with the UK in the light of Brexit? The main message should be prepare yourself because do not wait anymore while the hard Brexit is really coming. And I don't expect that uh, we get a lot of delays. Maybe they can postpone it for one or two months. But that's it. So we have to prepare ourselves. What does it mean uh, with a hard Brexit? Hard Brexit means there is no deal. Uh, UK will be treated like a, a third country, like China. So you get real exports, you get real imports, and you get import duties in place. So everyone has to make a customs declaration for import and export. And for companies like uh, which are used to trade with uh, from Sweden to UK, uh, they normally don't uh, need any document. And now they have to prepare themselves. They get completely new documentation for them. So they are not prepared for that. They have no uh, any clue about that. And that is completely new for them. What kind of preparations do you have to do? The preparations is that you have to prepare an invoice. Uh, on the invoice, you should mention all the details of the products, like uh, HS code, that is a customs code. Uh, you have to mention the value, the description of the goods, income terms, etc. That is just only the invoice. Besides that, you also need to make an export document while you left Sweden, the EU, and you enter a third country, uh, UK in this case. And in UK, you have to make an import declaration. You have to pay import duties on your product. So it's a lot to take in here now. Where where do you think you should start with your preparations? First of all, you sh- you start should start with your automation. Well, uh, everything uh, I think if you export something to from Sweden to UK, you have to make sure that all your your goods, your articles, your shipment, what you want to ship, that it is. Um, uh, IT uh, on IT basis uh, covered in your DBase and that you have all the details what is required for an export document that you have prepared that and that you mention that in your DBase and then you can produce your invoice. That is the first thing. The second thing is you can use a customs agent like like Acus to make all the export documents. Well, that is also a special document um, made by custom brokers like like Acus, and they can help you and they can uh, make th- this document and uh, prepare it. On the other side, we can do it in the UK. We can custom clear with our partner DMS Duty Management Service for the import documents, and then we can help a customer. Well, for them, it's completely new. Now they can ship with a CMR, that's it, to Sweden. And from the new situation with a hard Brexit, you need 
the, the invoice, you need the, 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 the custom documents. And besides that, you also need uh, properly also a packing list. Uh, for that, and you have also to um, take care that um, you apply in in uh, the UK for a kind of license to import those goods. Peter, do you have any compliment uh, questions? Uh, yeah, that, that the, the Swedish company needs to apply for an EORI number because they are trading with a third country, and of course, if, if they classify all the products that they have, that would also be a very positive and and. Uh, something that they should prepare with to classify class, classify all the products and maybe check if there are some some import special regulations about that in UK. Yep, special with health and veterinary goods. And you work together. Can you explain a little bit how you work together? Yeah, uh, custom support covers almost all Europe uh, except Scandinavia and that's our part. So so we take care of the north part of EU and, and the custom support uh, the rest. That's a fair deal. And besides that, we have an ideal combination. While we, you have consultants and you have operational support, we have the same. So sometimes you are also in consultancy uh, 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 consultancy projects involved. So we do a part in the Netherlands. You Acres do a part in, in Sweden. And that is a nice combination. We have the same the same um, entities. We have the same same job. Neutral brokers, customers brokers. Yep. And, yeah, and both independent huh? yeah that's important and what kind of advice do you give now your customers concerning brexit and the advice is uh, don't wait anymore um go in contact with with uh, with acres they can help you they can give you the support and they can also advise you what to do especially if you have uh, special goods where you need maybe a license for they can can support them and what do you say peter we have a, a lot of customers with with big big flows a lot of articles and so on and there we we are trying now to solve it with uh, some kind of uh, xml files or cvs files but we don't we don't would like to have pdf uh, copies of the invoice because that's a manual handling and that will take much more time and so on for us to to, to clarify that and also there's always a risk when you have to manually handling documents and and the figures so so we are preparing our customers with XML files or Excel sheets or whatever, not a PDF copy. But you have an automated system in place soon. Uh, yeah, yeah, we have. We have that is also based on the information what the customer provides us. Uh, just what Peter said via XML, CSV, or Excel. And we have built a kind of template what we can use, and we link it to the to the Dutch software, the German Belgian software, for the exports out of uh, the the continent to to UK, but also for the import in in the UK we can also interface that, and that is. Uh, while the the volumes what we get in the Netherlands at this uh, or in in Germany are so high at the moment that you can't do it manually, so you should uh, make an, an an EDI connection. You should automate everything. Otherwise, uh, it's it's not not um, doable. It's it's quite 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 a lot. Uh, what we what we get there's a lot of traffic going on to uh, to the UK and some companies have a lot of articles so then it's better to uh, to make an Excel or a CSV file. And there is a risk that there will be a, a much more customs bureaucracy now. Uh, you have to have custom quotas, custom tariffs, and more strict border controls, and it will be more imp- expensive to import and export. 
can this be avoided in some somehow or to avoid is is a big challenge but uh, to to um, get it in in a smart way is to what we just said automize everything do it via xml Excel, uh, Excel, uh, CSV, but uh, in this case you can make uh, electronic documents, and it goes faster and also um, uh, more attractive. Well, if the customer provides information, that that's that's smarter. I, I think to set up the the right customs process is also very important. Because, Absolutely, uh, I think it will be tough and, and and long queues at at the border yep. is it possible to, for example to start in uh, from Gothenburg to start in a transit operation to some uh, warehouse temporary storage inside the UK to avoid the the customs clearance at the border at the moment it's possible one month ago not but now they they accepted a T document so you could for example start out of Sweden with a T document straight to uh, let's say Manchester and you can pass on a kind of um, uh, green line. That's a line uh, what I want to 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 prepare. That uh, that is for traffic who are already under control with documents, and there is no need for an, another inspection or stop. So if you do it with a T document and you go straight to a customs or bonded warehouse in the UK in Manchester, then you can avoid a little uh, traffic jam. Of course, we cannot. Uh, uh, guarantee that it's 100%, but but uh, uh, even um, it it's, it saves you a lot of time compared to the other trucks who are not prepared. I think that's also important to 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 plan for the right customs yep. process and and of course because the, the delay at the border if you make a direct import yep. should should be much longer than if you have a transit just scan the the MRN, MRN number and so on. So I, I think a lot of company needs also advice around this. And the other thing is of course. We we don't have a touch on uh, the veterinary, phytosanitaire goods. That is, that is, that are some exemptions. Well, that is per country arranged, and we have no 100% guarantee from uh, UK customs if uh, or the veterinary phytosanitaire inspections if they want to inspect it at the border or somewhere in the country. We hope in the country, but that is still uh, going on. We also heard before that there was some. That that uh, the UK will not use the the normal HS codes. They will have some other figures and and also uh, so on. Have you what what's the latest about that? The latest uh, it was first um, uh, the idea to work with six numbers and two letters. Now that's almost impossible to when you want to automate those flows. So uh, a lot of companies in 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 the UK uh, made an, an objection to it, and finally they they agreed that they want to keep it by the numbers. So uh, that's good news for us. And what I can can guarantee that the six numbers, the first six numbers, are similar to uh, what we use in Europe, and behind it. We have not a clue yet. Okay, but that was positive. Uh, yeah. yeah. I have a question concerning customs warehousing. It will be more complicated. Can you explain? It will be complicated while you have to prove a lot of people. That was back to the question of Peter. If you start with a T document, for example, out of Sweden to UK, that is um, uh, 
kind of, uh, now we start a little bit uh, technical, a T2 document to, to the UK from out of Sweden. It's a little bit the same if you export something to uh, Switzerland, for example. And in this case, by entering in the bonded warehouse, you have to uh, make a separate administration while these are EU incoming goods on the T document, what you want to store in the bonded warehouse in the UK. Normally, if it are third countries like Korea or China, uh, this is a normal flow, incoming flow, what existing flow, what now also occurs. And then you have to make, after the Brexit, you have to make an, 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 an clearly uh, two-way of inbound administration, inbound out of Europe, inbound of a third country. You have a checklist because it's a lot of questions coming up now uh, concerning Brexit. Yeah, we, we, have a break, we have a Brexit checklist. What we do is we uh, visit our customers, make a presentation and discuss with them uh, what kind of um, uh, information they already have in their systems. Sometimes they have a lot. Uh, they use Oracle or SAP or that kind of, of D-based systems. And uh, sometimes you're quite surprised how many information they have. And sometimes it's also the opposite way that they don't have anything at all. So that's, that's but with this checklist, Our consultants visit them and check from, okay, what, what, what kind of information is already available, what you can use. We have a checklist uh, as well, and, and that's what we go through with our customers. So that's what I'm going to do the rest of this week. <laughs> v- visit our customer and, and, and try to explain w- what's happening and what they had to, to plan for. And if there are some changes. And it's very good to also have this cooperation with custom support and Torn. So I send Torn to, to UK with all our questions and he solve it. So That's a good co- cooperation between you then. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. And I help him with the Norwegian business. <laughs> yeah. um, Peter, what is the most common question you get from your clients when you meet them? You said you have a lot of clients contacting you. It's about permission. If, we, if you have to apply for special permission, because it, it depends on on what delivery terms you have. If you're sending uh, uh, FOB or uh, CFA, that you don't have take care of the on the of the import in in the UK. But we also have the, the companies that has more most questions is the e-commerce. How would, would that be handled when you when you send to private persons in UK and so on and so on? And I think that's uh, still a black hole. Or what do you think, Torn? Yeah, it's still a black hole. If I if I look uh, to uh, how it is organized in the Netherlands, um, a lot of companies um, uh, expedition or uh, air um, post post delivery companies have a special national license for uh, make uh, import export documents on a uh, simplified procedure. But that is really a tailor made solution. And in the UK, we have no. Uh, no clear view at this moment what I or guarantee from customs what I will uh, in place uh, what I do in place for that so and, and and I also know that a lot of e-commerce business from UK has the, the same problems into EU yeah if they have to register and so on for for and apply for credit and so on so so the e-commerce and that's still growing 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 so I think we we had to we must have a solution for this uh, pretty soon but do you think it will be a hard brexit what is your pers- uh, what is your thinking about that i think it will be a hard brexit with a deal i hope then at least for a lot of companies it's clear what they have to do at this moment 
with a no deal scenario and with a with a hard brexit you get immediately the full the full amount of import duties and uh, you get no negotiations at all no agreements and we all know how politicals are in in the uk it can take a while so before they make an an, an real decision so in this case, I really seriously hope that I get a deal, but it will be a hard, hard Brexit, really. That's my feeling. But um, do you think it will be postponed for a couple of months or something like that? They are or talking about it. At uh, March 12th, they will make another voting inside. I hope, I hope they, 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 they agree. Um, if they don't agree, then I think it will be really uh, a postponing of two, three months. Yes, that's what we talk about now. That yeah. will be a postponement, but uh, we will not know until the mid-March. Yeah. It's just two weeks before yeah. the <laughs> 29th of March. Yeah, and, so. and, and, and don't you th- don't you think that will stress all involved parties to to really postpone it because otherwise they are not taking their responsibility in in this case. I have also one tip for the companies if they want to import in the UK. Uh, you can apply for a uh, simplified procedure. Uh, a, 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 a uh, simplified procedure for freight and customs. Um, this license you can obtain for if you have uh, a branch in, in the UK and if you have an AORI number. So that is also uh, um, one of the basic things where you can apply for. Normally, the to get such kind of license, it costs 120 days in the UK. But at this moment, the British government and, and also the the, 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 the British customs is aware that this is an, an, an urgent scenario. So they will give you quite quick this kind of license if you have a branch or an entity in, in the UK. So in that case, it will be a soft, hard Brexit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a combination. Yeah. For, soft, for landing. The, soft, yeah. landing. soft landing. Soft yeah. landing. Yeah. Hard yeah. 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 We have come to the end of the program. I'd like to thank you, Ton, for you. participating. And I hope to see you again soon in the program. Uh, I also you. like to thank uh, Peter. Thank you. Till slut, några ord om nästa program och nästa gäst. Vi har den nya chefen för Tullverket, generaltulldirektör Charlotte Svensson som gäst. Och det är ett avsnitt som man, ni inte får missa. Eller vad säger du Peter? Absolut inte. Det är intressant. Och hon är ganska ny på sin post så att höra hennes tankar och idéer om framtiden. Har du som lyssnar en fråga som du vill ta upp i programmet maila då info.tullpodden.se eller besök Tullpoddens Facebook-sida och skicka ett meddelande där. Vi finns också på webben på tullpodden.se på Twitter och på Instagram. Tack för att ni lyssnade och på återhörande. Mm.